Hi, and welcome to the Museum News Podcast, episode one, in which I talk about the National Museum of Scotland and the Festival of Archaeology. I'm Sam Smith, and that was the sound from inside the main hall of the National Museum of Scotland at exactly four o'clock in the afternoon. This week on the podcast, I visited the National Museum of Scotland, some highlights from the Festival of Archaeology in the UK, and the weekly roundup of interesting things on in museums at the moment. Last week, when I went to Edinburgh, I thought I could visit the National Museum of Scotland and Edinburgh Castle or something else, you know, touristy like that, on the same afternoon, which was, of course, completely wrong, because the National Museum of Scotland is quite large and has a lot to see. It's housed in an old Victorian building with a more modern building connected to it, and has a very diverse collection of natural history, anthropology, history, archaeology... Unfortunately, they're renovating some of the galleries at the moment. So the science and technology, art and design, ancient Egypt and looking east sections were unavailable. But even then, you can easily spend all day there and still not see everything. If you enter via the main entrance, you'll end up in the Victorian part of the building with the main hall, which has a big glass roof. So it's a very light, pretty space. And from there, you can go to the Natural World and the World Cultures galleries, which are both similar, very tall spaces with galleries going several floors up. And because those galleries are open, they don't have very much floor space there. So what they've done is they've suspended objects from the ceiling, which makes it very interesting to look at. And I think that especially the Natural World galleries is the best and most fun place for kids in that museum as they're full of things to see, read, interact with. And the natural history section, they've got dinosaurs, always good. Lots of other kinds of animals, including the stuffed remains of Dolly the sheep. Lots of sharks and fish type things hanging from the ceiling as if the air above you is the sea, which is very nice. And next to that, you've got the World Cultures Galleries, which, as the name suggests, takes you through several of the world's cultures. The modern building houses Scottish archaeology and history and a lot of it. Especially if you like archaeology and ancient history, definitely start in the basement. They've got Pictish stones, old crosses, lots and lots of metalwork and other craft materials, ancient jewellery, some of which is displayed on weird and a bit disturbing modern sculptures and then as you go up the floors you go through to the middle ages for which they have uh, some of the lewis chessmen which you can also go see at the british museum and to through to more recent industrial history for which they have a life-size real steam train on the third floor of the museum And finally, up to the present day on the top floor, where you can also go see, um, look at views across Edinburgh from the roof terrace. So all in all, it's definitely the museum to go to if you have to choose just one in Edinburgh. And it's good for several return visits too, because if you try and see it all in one day, it'll be exhausting. 
And the, the only thing that annoyed me about it was that they didn't put the dates in numbers on the information signs for the ancient history section, but they showed blocks on timelines instead, which is less accurate. But that's probably the archaeologist in me talking. Anyway, entrance is free, except for their special exhibitions, for which they've got one about the history of, um, of photography on at the moment, which looks quite good. And their website is nms.ac.uk forward slash national dash museum dash of dash Scotland. And I'll put that link in the show notes at the end. Now on to the Festival of Archaeology. It's the 25th such festival they've done. And there's events and activities, talks at museums, digs and heritage sites across the UK until the 26th of July. So if you want to look up if there's anything happening near you, go to archaeologyfestival.org.uk. And I'll put a direct link to that in the notes after the podcast as well. So a couple of highlights from the festival. The first is this Saturday, the 18th of July, archaeology live event at Nottingham Castle, where you can visit the ongoing dig sites and meet experts and archaeologists who will tell you about it as well as a medieval event set up by Jorvik Viking Centre, which is free with some charges for some activities. And it's a family-friendly event. You can read about it at jorvik-viking-centre.co.uk. Same day, Saturday 18th of July, the Museum of London has a free family day called Secrets of Roman Londoners, where you and any kids above five years old can have hands-on learning experiences about Romans in London. So about life, food, clothes, dress up in costumes, all those fun things, and how you can learn about those things, techniques archaeologists use, and so on. You can read more about that on museumoflondon.org.uk. Then on Sunday the 19th of July, the London Canal Museum is holding an Ice Sunday event where you can take a guided tour, which they recommend is for fit adults and older teens because you have to climb ladders and such, into the only Victorian ice wells you can still visit. So these ice wells were used to store ice imported from Norway, which is brought there by boat. So quite interesting and not something you get to do very often. It's £4 for a standard ticket and you can find the event on Facebook. It's called Ice Sunday. It's hosted by the Canal Museum. And again, I'll put a link to that in the notes. There's a lot more happening for the Festival of Archaeology. So to reiterate, you can look up if there's anything happening near you at archaeologyfestival.org.uk. Next, a selection of what's on in museums. On Monday, the Huguenot Museum in Rochester was officially opened. And it's the only museum in Britain dedicated to telling the story of the French Protestants who fled persecution in France and settled in England in the late 17th century. Their collection consists of paintings and documents, personal items and such that they use to illustrate that story. So if you want to know more, their website is huguenotmuseum.org which you spell h-u-g-u-e-n-o-t museum.org and I'll put that link in the notes as well next the People's History Museum in Manchester has got a new exhibition called Show Me the Money The Image of Finance 
1700 to the present, which is an exhibition charting how the financial world has been imagined in art, illustration, photography and other visual media. It's not just about how finance has been represented in art and illustrations and so on, but also about how that art reflect previous attitudes and how they then also have changed the ideas of finance and, and the market. The exhibition runs until the 24th of January, so we've got quite a while to visit. And even regardless of the exhibition, the People's History Museum itself is very good, and I liked it a lot when I visited because they, they've set up the collection in a very engaging way. And there's always some bits that if you don't find it particularly interesting, you've got somewhere else to go and something else to see. And they, they've and even regardless of the exhibition, the People's History Museum itself is very good. And I liked it a lot when I visited, because they, they've set up the collection in a very engaging way. And there's always some bits that if you don't find it particularly interesting, you've got somewhere else to go and something else to see. Their website is phm.org.uk, and that's an easy one. Finally, an exhibition that's been running for a while, but I think is very, very well worth a visit, is the Alexander McQueen Savage Beauty exhibition at the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. It's the largest exhibition of McQueen's work. And if you're interested in fashion or, or art and just want to see something spectacular, go see it now because it ends on the 2nd of August. Tickets are £16 and they recommend booking in advance. And the website is vam.ac.uk. And that was it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and that was useful. Um... Notes will be at museumnewspodcast.com forward slash episode one. That's where I'll put all the links I mentioned in this episode. Also, I'd love to hear from you. What did you think? Have you visited a museum recently or an exhibition that you liked or really didn't? Please send a review to reviews at museumnewspodcast.com mentioning who you are and where you're from and I may read it out on the next episode. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash museum news podcast or on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash museum podcast if you'd like to get in touch. Have a nice week. <laughs>